1: My Talkers, it is finally Friday. We're almost to the weekend. Lori and Julia here are ready to bring you right into that wonderful weekend. And I know they've got a big night ahead of them at the Basilica Block Party.
0: But until then, let's talk a little Hollywood.
1: I, I feel like everyone's got a big weekend ahead. Oh, There's my... so many fun things happening this weekend. And the weather is cooperating Perfect. with all of
2: us.
3: Perfect. Isn't that there something? There is so much going on this weekend. There, I agree. A lot, lot mm-hmm. of music,
1: a lot of music, a lot of... TV, uh, one thing that we learned from watching the morning shows, um, everyone, of course, is doing, you know, night, tomorrow is September 11th, and um, I thought one of the more moving things that I watched this morning was Charlie Gibson, who, he and Diane Sawyer were the GMA anchors 20 years ago. Right, wow. And he was on for about 10 minutes, and if... If you remember, if you were watching morning TV, which I was watching I was Matt true. and Katie, I was too. And at first,
3: and t- today's Show, yeah, at
1: first it was like, is that a small plane? Cause right. one time a small plane clipped its wing, one of its wings on it. So I'm at first, of the first world they were trade like, centers. yeah, they were like, is that happening? And, you know, and then all of a sudden you're just like, uh, and Charlie Gibson said, you know, they just, he and Diane just kind of. Moved into reporter mode and they replayed some of what they were saying. And Charlie Gibson, when the second plane hit, he said, This is a concerted effort to uh, attack America, is what we're seeing right now. And
3: oh, um, just gives me chills.
1: George Stepanopoulos said, You know, how, uh, you know, how did you think of putting that together? He says, Well, just that reporter mode kicked in. We were like, Okay, one plane, and now the something is going on, right. and and he said Diane went with a crew down to the World Trade Center as close as they could get, and we just knew that we would be
0: broadcasting
1: I'm, live for, for several days, and yeah. of course that was what was happening. So yeah, there's a there's a lot there's of a lot. programming that's well, happening. Here, here's
3: some of the things that are happening. Okay, so. Um, If you want something um, maybe more hopeful, um, Come From Away. It's a Tony-winning, award-winning play that's going to be on Apple Plus this weekend. And it is the story of the 7,000 airline passengers stranded in the remote town of Gander in Newfoundland, Mm, mm -hmm. where you and I have been when all flights were grounded after the attacks. Um, And it talks about, you know... Being with strangers, being with community, and kind of what they all went through, and that's come from away, and it's a musical. And then 9-11, the Leg- legacy is on the History Channel, and it's a poignant documentary revisits some of the children, now young adults, who lost their parents that day, and they're reflecting on it. They they had a little clip of that
1: on yeah. on GMA, so that'd be on
3: the History Channel mm-hmm. um, tomorrow night at six o'clock here, and then there's uh, on CBS, it's going to be. The CIA, Race Against Time, The True Story of the CIA, and 9-11. So that's going to be talking about how they went after and figured out who was behind the attack and everything.
1: And if you want to watch a great show that's already on Hulu, it's based on Lawrence Wright's book called The Looming Towers. Yes. It stars Jeff Daniels. I've
3: and, never watched
1: that. Oh, it's it's so good, and it's about how the FBI and the CIA didn't, didn't work in concert and
3: prior to 9-11
1: right and mm-hmm. how there was things that were overlooked it's 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 a true story jeff daniels is incredible in it everybody that that's in it and it was a very you know an unbelievable book but an unbelievable miniseries because lawrence wright writes like you know five six hundred seven page right. 700 page books so that that's something that's streaming on hulu
3: Yeah, I've never watched that, Lori. Mm -hmm. And then another thing on the National Geographic Channel, 9-11, One Day in America, and it talks about um, some of the decisions that were made, and it has some people that were there that day and their experiences and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But there really are a lot of opportunities to watch some things about it. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's been 20 years.
1: Yeah. One of the things when we were watching Worth, the Michael Keaton movie. that's
3: another movie about...
1: Defining the the special master, Kenneth Feinberg, who had to figure out how to pay the victim's compensation. What's a life worth, essentially? Yeah, basically. And one of the, you know, there were many things, you know, that came out afterwards. But one of the, you know, among a tragedy on top of a tragedy, because, of course, you know, 2,606 people went to work that day and and didn't come home. And, uh, you know, 246 people on the planes... But 343 firefighters, 60 police officers, and eight paramedics lost their life. And one of the scandalous things that we find out after 9 11, the unions had tried and tried and tried with Giuliani to get the money because their comm system, intercom
3: system, or whatever,
1: how they talk to each other, the firefighters, the police, and paramedics and the officers at the World Trade Center, they didn't have a communication system, a central, so that they wow. were talking. Right. And both the police and firefighter unions were trying to get that because, of course, in New York City, any fire department, they're working in hand concert very often. Yeah. And they didn't, the city wouldn't approve the money. Oh, gosh. And so they didn't have, they couldn't communicate to each other. So these Heroes, you know, they're just we got to run in and save right, people and they couldn't, the stairs, right? they couldn't talk to each other from one building to the next or from so that was really like just something that was really heartbreaking that yeah. found out afterwards. Um, yeah, I know it Ugh. will tomorrow morning they're going to live um, on all the stations, they'll be you know tw-
3: reading the names, reading the
1: names during and, a
3: moment of silence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think at like 7.58 or 7 whenever. It was. I everyone
1: I think remembers where they were that day. It's like eight forty six oh, or something, well, but then ten o three when the towers went down, yeah. and so it'll be on uh, East Coast time that they'll they'll do that because uh, you know by ten a.m. everything, you know.
3: Oh, that was, was just such.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I know it. I All know right. it. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad there's a lot of uh, you know things to to watch and just kind of and remember and remember. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, well, something else that's going on in New York, Julia, and I know you're on top of it, but oh, I thought yeah. I'd mm-hmm. let TJ Holmes tell us about it. Mm-hmm. A very exciting news in tennis yes, at the U.S. Is. Open because the women's final, we got two... Teenagers. Set, teenagers, yep. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's TJ Holmes. We're going
0: to turn now to one of the biggest events in new York, new York City with crowds at the U.S. Open. The energy is back and the excitement is surrounding two teen tennis phenoms who burst into the world stage. TJ Holmes is here with that. It's been exciting. This has been a fantastic walk. TJ, it, it good morning. Is and like you said, the, new, the, the U.S. Open is one of those signature special New York events, right? It's just something about the experience, but it wasn't the same last year. Pandemic, no spectators there. Spectators are back, that energy you mentioned, it's back. And now two teenagers are contributing to making sure this is a U.S. Open like we've never seen before. The women's U.S. Open final will feature two teenagers who've become the darlings of tennis. 19-year-old Leila Fernandez from Canada. And 18-year-old Emma Raducanu from the UK. Both were long, long shots going into the tournament. Fernandez was unseated and had never beaten a top 10 player before. This week, she's beaten three of the top five ranked players in the world, including defending champ Naomi Osaka.
1: At what point in the match did the belief come in that you felt that you could win against Naomi? From the very beginning, right before the match, I knew I was able to win.
0: The other teen sensation took center court. Radakanu entered the open as a qualifier. That means the 18-year-old had to make it through a field of three fellow unranked players just to get to the first round. She says she's enjoying being the underdog. I mean, is there any expectation? I'm a qualifier, so technically on paper, there's nothing, uh, no pressure on me. Uh. And now Raducanu is the first qualifier to ever reach the championship match. Wow, it's amazing. Hey guys, Raducanu started the and, summer ranked 300.
1: Well, they just it, went on the last time we had that age. It was uh, Venus and Serena. No, it was Serena, Serena
3: against, against um, Martina Hingis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Layla for her. Fernandez just turned 19 like two days ago. So they were two 18-year-olds. It's, it's crazy, and they're so composed, and it's watching the pros, you know, the people that we've seen, really good players, fall apart yeah. with these two young composed women who hit everything. Yeah. It'll be good. It's on at 3 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN, right. one or two here in the Twin Cities, if you want to watch it.
1: All the right. Final. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. When yeah. we come back, it's our story that we are obsessed with. Hanging out with us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, after 18 years, Benefer 2.0 has made their return to the red carpet at the Venice Film Festival we posted the photos. Jennifer, amazing in a uh, George's, uh, George's Hobika gown, white, channeling her bridal <laughs> white again. But it's got great cleavage, the yes. jeweled neckline, Ben in a classic tuxedo. Glamour.
3: Okay, the last Glamour. time these two were on 18 a red carpet. Years. Okay, but it was for the premiere of Daredevil, where he met Jennifer Garner. Yeah. And ended up falling, get falling in love with her and get married. Wow. So that was their last red premiere, carpet. February two thousand and three.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look
3: so hot. You have to just give yourself and your eyes some eye candy this afternoon and look at the picture. We post them on Lori and Julia's show yeah. page, but they're everywhere on the internet. Um,
1: and, and of course, this they were walking the red carpet for the last duel, his Ridley Scott directed movie that he and Matt Damon and Jodie Comer and Matt Damon is there, Jodie Comer is there. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis accepted the golden lion, which is like their lifetime achievement. And she kicked off her shoes and ran up on the stage and gave a great speech, but they just look amazing, amazing. It's just like such a great photo you, of the two. I, I'm of them. telling
3: you that dress is everything. Cause it's got the high thigh slit. It's uh, got the cleavage. It's got the jewels. It has her shoes. Her toes are the best color ever. I'm um, like a metallic coffee color. He looks so hot. They're look, they just look so happy. Don't they? Just beaming. Like, look at us. And they're kissing on the red oh carpet. Gosh. And I mean. He, they look like Hollywood glam that we have needed to see for a while. They're just. No kidding. fun seeing them. Yeah. And, well, and is you that wearing,
1: like a velvet? Is he wearing velvet? It,
3: I don't, it almost has
1: a brushed velvet look about that tuxedo.
3: I don't think it is. No, you don't no, think it's. It
1: and I love this gown because that the the rhinestone or whatever that neckline is, it's attached to the dress, but it just looks like a beautiful necklace Netflix. that's just framing her, her gorgeous décolletage. She it's looks- like a plate, a booby plate or something. A breast. <laughs> it's
3: it's a breast, you know, platter. It's Here it so is. It's so pretty.
1: And then yeah, just her hair is down. I'm glad she left it loose and it's not tied in some kind of an updo or anything like that. They
3: just oh, look dreamy. dreamy. All right, it's hard not to look at these pictures. I'm. Oh I my mean, gosh. she's beaming at him. He's fixing his tie, and
1: and and it, this. It's such a long red carpet that they have at the Venice Film Festival, and she's. I love the bracelet and the bag, and she's wearing. I don't know how you walk in seven inch heels, but I don't she either. can do it. She's
3: had practice, Joel. She walks in the high heels all the time. All right, so we're just beaming over those pictures. We're so. beaming at
1: them, just loving that uh, that they're together. And now, you know, will they show up at the Met Gala? I hope not. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I'd, I've decided it's beneath them Yeah, this year. Yeah, I don't know if it's beneath them, but I don't know if Ben... Who knows? They might just... Uh, I would stay in Italy. Yeah, so would I. And then also earlier, the uh, w- there were photos of them... Where she was doing her lace bridal, you know, lady who lunch outfit yesterday, yes. and then her outfit that she wore yesterday, she was channeling Audrey Hepburn it's
3: delightful. And if you go to the Daily Mail and look at the pictures though, from tonight's premiere of the last duel, which has been it was advertised last night during the u s. Open, mm-hmm. Oh no, it was advertised during the Buccaneer and the Cowboy game. Yeah. I saw it during that. It looks so um, good. Jody Comer though is wearing the trend that I absolutely hate underneath the Ben and Jen. It's a it's a mock turtleneck with a cap sleeve, but it what people are doing are just wearing bodysuits with these sheer skirts. Oh I'm I'm sick of the underwear see-through thing i thought we were everyone's done with that. i thought we were done too mm-hmm. but this has been on so many people lately i just think it's it like doesn't her, look good
1: i like jennifer uh, lopez's dress because that looks like a just a it looks glamorous like a, hollywood sex and her boobs look amazing amazing they just oh she looks so she's good. a life goal They're that oh it's like they're premiering themselves Oh, they look happy. As a couple, you Mm -hmm. know, like, I mean, we've seen them, but I like that they've, uh, you know, how they've done all this. Also, the paparazzi got a photo of them out on a balcony because, of course, Ben needed to go out and have Have a a cigarette break. And Mm -hmm. she came out in a bathrobe with wet hair. So they're getting ready. And I mean, and then she said, nope, something about um, being on the block. And if you remember the Jenny from the Block, it's like they're recreating it because we've the watch, the butt shot on the yacht, the paparazzi taking photos of them kissing, and now the balcony. Because first Ben was in a balcony, in a or on the balcony yep. in a bathrobe, then she comes out from behind to join him with a gift box, and it's just it's so Jenny from the Block. It's, it's just so, so fun, and she did pose. Uh, She did do some Insta photos. She obviously brought a couple gowns, but she posed in a black gown that was high neck and then scooped way low. And I'm glad Ben said to her, Wear the white. Wear the white. Wear you the look white. amazing. I want to see what you look like from the front. Yeah, it's I can't amazing. see too many guys voting for the turtleneck
3: gown, even if it does have a sexy Well, back. it reminds me of Hillary Swanks from yeah. all those years ago from Million Dollar Baby. Oh, I like that, that dress. You did, but I thought it was hot. Yeah. But I agree, Lori. Show us the front, because she's still got it going on. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: I'm absolutely giddy about her in the spectacular <laughs> dress and she's him in the tuxedo. She's got,
3: like, the biggest smile on her face. Oh, I've been okay, waiting so, I know, Lori got up, refresh, refresh, refresh. and she's like... Refresh, <laughs> I'm like, what? And then I kept going, what time is
1: it in Venice? You know, and I'm like, oh, it's only 3 o'clock in the afternoon. When are we going to see what the red starts at 3? The No Film Festival <laughs> starts at that early. Oh. So, anyway, and then um, the Toronto Film Festival started, and uh, the movie that um, opened it, that was selected, was Dear Evan Hansen.
3: Oh, yes.
1: And... Um, and uh, I saw
3: the play, the musical, which
1: is phenomenal, massively popular. And Amy Adams is in it. Julianne Moore, of course. Ben Platt, playing, you know, playing himself, like yes. what he did in the yep. Broadway show. And um, so, anyway, people, critics are um, half and half, but the audience gave it a big, huge, uh, oh good, rousing, a
3: standing. Such a ovation. great story. Mm-hmm. All right, fun. All right. All right. There we we're go. obsessed. We're obsessed. Ben and Jen we're... 2.0 mm-hmm. approved, Appear- sealed, signed, sealed, delivered. Hello, we're premiering ourselves. Are Aren't they going to get en- Will they get engaged this weekend? Not this weekend, but so, yeah, Julia. Mm-hmm. 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 It's happening. All right, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? Yesterday afternoon, Julia and I decided,
1: wow, there's so much music stuff. We better get on Chris. the phone and see if Chris Schneider from the Star Tribune can come and update us on all things music. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris.
2: Uh, I almost hung up with that song, sorry, yeah, no, I was. So just...
1: I it, was listening that's to That's a horrible song. I don't know why it's in our rotation. <laughs> it's just awful. It's true. It's, that's so funny, Chris. I know. I keep giving uh, not, not, our boss for your consideration songs, but she just ignores everything I send her, Chris.
2: Well, <laughs> no, that's fine. Sorry to sound so much like a music critic. Yeah, oh, no, I know, <laughs>
1: but, Okay, so Chris, let's start with the Basilica Block Party. Um, I, there's a lot going on this weekend. Basilica Block Party happening tonight, tomorrow night. Really pretty great lineup, but we got some news yesterday
2: yeah no unfortunately and and not surprisingly one of the headliners had to had to bow out the, the avet brothers canceled a show here canceled this show tomorrow night and, and then they canceled a show in moorhead at the bluestain amphitheater in moorhead on sunday night for covid exposure which it wasn't real specific so i i don't i assume that doesn't mean somebody nobody in the band i don't think is is Got the virus, but they were exposed to someone with it, so they're being extra precautious.
1: Okay, so precautious what does and, what does the basilica do? Who who do they get to fill up that slot?
2: They don't. It's too late. It is. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I I had I asked them, and they said they were looking into it, but I haven't heard anything. So I, I for the best I can tell, they they just moved spoon uh who was you know kind of the second on the bill they they moved them into the headlining slot which for a lot of people a lot of people love spoons, so that's that's not necessarily a bad thing but for avid brothers fans it's obviously a huge disappointment it's a i mean the avid brothers were the biggest right far and away probably the the biggest act on the bill and it's it's really a hard I, i feel bad for the basilica people because they you know really really struggled you know they moved it to from july to september thinking that you know along with the whole concert industry that things were going to be better in september well they, i think we actually all felt safer in july
3: when mm-hmm. uh, we we're, 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 were oblivious well, a little bit cotton yeah. yeah. gotten, 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 gotten on
1: cotton on and, and we didn't realize there'd be so many stupid unvaccinated people
2: yeah you yeah. know yeah, and and then so that, well, then the basilica went ahead, and, and they were the kind of the, f- the first big concert to implement a v- vaccine. You have to have a show proof of vaccine tonight or, or a negative test result, and it's it'll be kind of be a test to see how that goes because this is kind of the first uh, really big event concert to to do that.
1: Kind so, of see how the flow goes in
3: of the crowd and everything. Yeah, you know? I was
1: kind of hoping the basilica yeah. was going to call either Kiss the Tiger or Monica Laplante.
2: <laughs> you would, yeah yeah I, I would I thought they could just do, at least get a, a you know local band add them to earlier in, in the yeah. schedule but I, I haven't heard that they have done that yet and, yeah um, e- either way it's not going to replace they're not going to have anyone no. near the as popular as as Ava Brothers. No, so, right. Yeah, it's just, it, this is just one a huge, this is probably the busiest weekend of the year. Uh, it's it's almost like when, when everyone was trying to figure out when we can actually do concerts, if they decided mid-September in Minnesota, that's that's when it's going to be. Weekend
3: serious. after Labor Day. Yeah. Right. All right.
1: Well, um, yeah. how did you, is, did anything get resolved with the Jonas Brothers and their show at Mystic tomorrow night? Is that still happening?
3: That's
2: still happening. The, the Jonas Brothers, uh, issued a statement: All of our shows are going to be vaccine required. And Mystic Lake went and said, "Well, no, not actually." <laughs> they t- they tweeted that out after the Jonas Brothers, and it was it was really this weird situation. And and I, you know kind of mystic kind of left fans mystic lake they kind of left fans hanging wondering what was going on they didn't communicate well they certainly didn't they never communicate well with us mm-hmm. they're not very good on pr there and and i they, i really think it was a pretty bad situation out there should the show is going on so that's good for fans but fans were you know there's this confused thing of the vaccine required or not it it is not so
3: it uh, is not okay
2: we'll be happy about that some people won't obviously All right.
3: take so take st- us are you going to go to lizzo
2: I'm going to Lizzo. That's that's going to be a hoot. That's outdoors, not vaccine required. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's just a Wild West out there of, of what, you know, the vaccine policies. Um, you know, some some bands are canceling just not even for, you know, Semisonic was supposed to play First Avenue tonight. And, and last night sold out shows and they just got too nervous. Uh, and then you got then you got events like Lizzo where there's there's no rules at all. Mm-hmm. But at least it's outdoors. It's outdoors,
1: but, yeah. Right. Treasure Island right. and and all of that. And um, so, who else is here this week? Oh, Phoebe
2: Bridgers. Yeah, the Phoebe Bridgers. That's another one where it was she? She was scheduled to play two nights at the Palace Theater, and then she decided she wanted all of her shows to go outdoors. Uh, so they changed it to one night at Surly Brewing here. Which which is a pretty great compromise. Well, then, but then it turned out Phoebe's got a pretty uh, strong, and and I can attest to this from my household. She's got tweens in that are into her, and the the surly, you know, because it's a brewery, they had right. a policy of uh, I, I can't remember if it was twenty one and up or eighteen and up, and there was a big outcry, so they at least changed it to twelve and up. But that's that still left some some of the fans out in the cold.
1: Okay, I didn't know I didn't, uh, know, th- I didn't it, know that about her.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that show's going to be vaccine. I think that one might be mask required too, which the, the Harry Styles shows coming up at Excel Center is, is, is both vaccine required and mask required. Mm-hmm. But then the night before at Excel is Guns N' Roses. There's, there's no rules, no masks, no vaccines. So basically fans really need to study before they go to a show, before they buy a ticket at this point to, to figure out what the policy is going to be. All right. It's, it's confusing.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, on a weekend like this, do you and John Bream, do you guys play like rock, paper, scissors to figure out who's covering what?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, well, we had a shuffle. I mean, like, it'd be just because of the, the Phoebe Bridgers show was was moved, or, you know, it was, was two nights into one night. And mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers thing, we didn't know if it was going to happen. Yeah, that, yeah, that. But it's also ZZ Top. Actually, John is going out to ZZ Top. is playing on it. Why in, is that up? Like, a- tonight there. Some kind of what is it? A, the Wayzata Beach Bash. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, and you know, it's kind of it's newsy because it's it's one of the easy tops for shows without uh, Dusty Hill. They're basically right. died just just a few weeks ago. Um, they waited all of about two two nights to continue touring. Which is uh, I shouldn't laugh, but uh, yeah, they got it. You know, they're they they already they kind of. They knew he was ill, so they, they right. had a contingency plan, and which is what the Stones obviously did, too. The, the Stones already had a replacement drummer even before yeah. uh, Charlie how about, died. So how about
1: John Breen calling the band now? They're a brand, not a band. He said that on our show. Julia and I just about we, fell out of our chairs. Yeah. <laughs> how
3: about the Rolling Stones? <laughs>
2: Oh what a music critic oh,
1: I know. These I know
3: music critics you guys are yes. I know it is. I loved
1: your uh, interview that was in the paper today with uh, St Vincent. That's a good good interview and that would be a, that sounds like a she's, great show.
2: Yeah, she's a fascinating artist. she she rein she's kind of like David Bowie, where she reinvents herself with with every record and and um you know she toured with she did a great tour with David Byrne uh, about five, six, seven years ago. And she's, she kind of does what he does where it's a v- visual thing each time she plays. And so she always puts on a really fascinating show. And that's Tuesday at the Armory. So that that's going to be, a, yeah, no, that's another big one. And that one is vaccine required, but other Armory shows aren't vaccine required. And so, again, you got to read the fine print.
1: Did anyone cover Machine Gun Kelly last night at the Armory?
2: I was supposed to, and I said, I'm not doing it. Oh, why? Yeah. Because because it was a sold out indoor show with no, no vaccine mm-hmm. rules, and I personally don't. I got
1: you got kids, kids you got at little ones. I just
2: started school. Yeah, unvaccinated ten year old and a tw- and a thirteen year old that needs to go to school without. You know, my wife would kill me if you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I got, came down with the virus, and the kids had to stay home for two more weeks. You know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so yeah it, for sure. It, <laughs> scary <laughs> oh my god any other shows coming up in september or october or like that are tickets are on sale that you uh, think we should know about? Or that we should know about yeah
2: um you know there's i well, I think i spoke to her, about her before before to you but sunday night at, at first is waxahachie oh yes uh, katie cuttrell she was from alabama she's she, she put on my favorite record of last year so that's if you're, if you want to brave an indoor show at First Avenue, which First Avenue, all their shows are, are vaccine required. So mm-hmm. it, it, for an indoor show, it should be relatively safe. That's a great one. You know, I, I am really looking forward to the stones. I, I, people always ask, you know, are the stones really worth it? And, and I, I, yes. I actually do agree with, with John somewhat that something's, there's definitely something lost without Charlie being there, but it's still it. It's Mick and Keith.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: so cool seeing those guys, and and they they really. I I actually think they've been better and over like the past decade. Same. Like the first decade that I saw them, they they really still deliver a lot. Yeah.
3: What's the date of that? You guys. October. I don't
2: see October twenty fourth. I believe. Okay, is
3: yeah. that completely yeah. sold out? Was that sold no, out? I
2: don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they the sh- shows like that. They do it where they you know they start charging. So they start out charging like 500 bucks a ticket for certain sections, and then if they don't get it, then they'll down. They'll, it's kind of like an airline model of mm-hmm. pricing seats. Okay. So, so, no, it's not sold out yet, but uh, you might still have to pay through the nose to get tickets.
1: Right. Yeah, or if uh, at that U.S. Bank Stadium, I'm sorry, but if you are up in those... High seats, I, yeah. You're I, gonna
3: feel like you're gonna fall over. I saw and, YouTube there. YouTube, YouTube. YouTube I, I saw there. YouTube there, and I thought I'm gonna <laughs> tip off of this. It's, I've got so much vertigo going on. I couldn't, I couldn't move because I'm like, oh gosh, this is too high. That is high on that. Well, and, the,
2: and the acoustics are pretty notorious up there. And yeah, it
3: was, it was just, I, it was just fun to pretend I was there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and almost see, yeah, sure. see things because I really, it was one of those concerts, and you know it was something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also think isn't, uh, um,
1: I, I feel like bleachers is, is going to be playing at the film a couple nights after the rolling stones in October.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of the big shows at the, at the, at the, the film one. that's Jack Antonoff. Who's a pro- big producer for everyone. Yeah. He just produced the, the Lord record. He was, you know, involved in alana uh, Lana Del Rey, uh Taylor Swift's records. Um, I love then. that band. And, uh, Yeah, yeah. He he does catchy stuff. Um, He was he was the guitarist in Fun, which was the band that had the hit with We Are Young. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you think of? Oh, sorry, Chris, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know we just have a second left with you. What did you think of that band, Lori? What's the name of the band yesterday that said that they were living hell? The oh, band. Why don't why we? Why don't we? About their statement yesterday. Because their manager had, like, basically malnourished them. And, you know,
1: told them all kinds of BS about stuff they had to do to be a boy band. And they just decided to come and say it out loud that, you know, we want to get out of this contract. We had no idea. Oh, that, I hadn't seen that,
2: actually. One of those guys is local. Yeah, that, uh, that's. They, they, they actually were really talented guys. So that's too bad to hear. And they I, I would kind of just from the outside, I'm not surprised by that because they did seem to be a little a, a wee bit mismanaged. So that's, that's too bad to hear. Yeah,
1: yeah, they did an Instagram and like they said, we come from loving and stable families and we had no idea that this was abusive and that the way we were being treated because we we're all 15 to 18. It was pretty... I've never seen a boy band, you know, like come out and break away from their management and say all this. It was, is, it was in the Daily Mail yesterday, but it's on their Instagram. If after you come up from covering all these concerts, you know, you guys decide you want to cover that and talk to the kid from Stillwater, but that was.
2: Pretty yeah, shocking. no, that's interesting. And no, no, he does have a really great family. Actually, his dad's a musician, too. And no, that's that's sad to hear.
1: Yeah, because yeah. they were, in- yeah. I'm sure.
0: I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo and P S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: They were encouraged to stay quiet, or you yeah, know, and just sure. you know, don't wreck our reputation. Well, Chris, Chris, thank you. We gotta have you back on because we originally wanted to talk to you about the. Uh, the uh, new um, Museum of Black Music that's in Nashville,
3: but we're, we've run out of time. We'll have you back.
2: Folks, folks can read it. They can read about it um, on StarTribune.com.
3: That's Thank right. You. Thank, you, right. And, Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Have so right. much fun this weekend.
1: Guys. See we'll, we'll see you at the yeah. Basilica. All right, listen, we yeah, come sure. when we come back, you'll never guess what Hollywood is up to now. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. You're welcome. We're going to talk about a little Hollywood here. Um, yesterday, I gave you my prediction that American crime... Story impeachment would not have the kind of ratings that uh, the other American crime series had. The OJ story, the Johnny Versace assassination, Yes. Even feud, yes. even feud, which was another you know with Betty between Betty Davis. Those series were like uh, about two point two million
3: people watched on any given show.
1: Uh, yeah, on yeah. FX, uh, the uh, the series about Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. 900,000. Oh, Didn't even clear it. I just a don't have an guys. App- I don't
3: have an appetite because I, I just know the whole dumb dumb gross story. It was just it's it's I just don't Yeah. Yeah, I, I already, think I think that's what a lot of even people Even though feel. we knew what happened with O.J. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just
1: I don't have I don't you know, It also could be that maybe time of the year no i'm just thinking about like when you're like in your early 20s you're an intern it's like the dumb situations that you get yourself into in your 20s and her dumb situation happened to be with the president of the united states because you know bill was a a proven zipper dog he just could not keep that dog zipped up he could not keep it in the yard preyed
3: on a young 20 something yeah Yeah. well i mean you know you're 23 you can't
1: be preyed on you're not 13 all right right, i mean you know i mean you're you've got free agency situation yes but um did you
0: just say free agency yeah i love (laughs) it
1: um but i guess you know for me it's like oh geez you know but i'm gonna keep watching it um
3: I watched Nine Perfect Strangers this morning. I did, too. Oh, did you really, Laurie? Well, I, I'm a week behind. I caught up. I'm a week oh, behind. Oh, my word. Yeah, I right? am. I Are you caught up, Grant?
0: No, I've got uh, two, oh, two. The last two I got to watch. It's so.
3: good. Yeah. It is. And I'm remembering. It's very different. It's so different, but I'm remembering, are you remembering some Are the book now? A little bit about the book and why it started slow. The book did start slow. And then started to come together, like, Two thirds of the way in, not till two thirds of the way and in. You don't the big the big reveal doesn't happen till the last page. Of no. the No, and there was a big and one I can't today though. Remember the big reveal? Neither can I, oh, but geez. there was a big one today. I thought. Okay. Oh yeah, there was a big one, okay. and Melissa McCarthy is just so. She's, and Bobby Cannavale's. I love their
1: their possible romance that might know. be blooming. It's so I good. I love it. Okay, well, here is something that Hollywood is doing. Fox. Is in talks to bring back 24. I mean, people
3: loved that. How many times are they going to bring that show back? Yeah, it's
0: already been back once, right? Twice. Yeah, so I I
3: love that movie. I like that show. Yeah, well, listen, it
1: ran for like eight or nine seasons. Mm -hmm. Kiefer, Kiefer Kiefer, Sutherland. um, It ran, um, yeah, it was a limited series and then a remake. And now they're thinking about how to bring. Kiefer back into the world of highly time-sensitive anxiety, uh, you know, uh, inducing terrorist uh, drama. So that's possibility. And thinking of bringing back a revival of Glee. Oh,
3: Oh. cool. I wonder, Glee just fizzled for me. It was so hot for three years and then nothing. Why don't they make... 20 Glee
1: Four and just combine Glee and 24 and kind of a music. A singing. <laughs> Why I just do that. But president? yeah, the, the president uh, of Fox Entertainment said uh, he'd love to do more Glee because that was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. For Fox, Ryan Murphy gave us that. Yeah. And um, and even, uh, anyway, he just said that that show could come back. And they're I guess they're just looking for. You know, new ways to reinvent old, successful material. And why not? And why not? Now, here's yep. a show that sounds, I don't know. Here it is. Big Brother is so 1984. And never Deadlines. Watched. Deadline, well, it's still on. Deadline Reports CBS
3: is launching a five-week reality series called The Activists. They it, have done so many. You're watching that one. What was the one you just finished on CBS that you watched every night this summer? Well, that's, this is different. That's Love Love Island. This is
1: the activist. This is nothing like a, this Love Island is like Bachelor in Paradise, but you know, for a month. Uh, This is called the Act, the Activist. It's a five week series that features six inspiring activists teamed up with three high profile figures working together to bring meaningful change to either health, education or environment. Here are the noted humanitarians who are hosting the show. Priyanka Chopra she needs Jones. a job. Julianne
3: Huff she needs a job. And
1: Usher. <laughs> okay, this is uh Jamila Jamil may never recover from this egregious okay. oversight that she was not asked. So, if you love Shark Tank, then you're probably going to hate the activists. So, I mean, it might be it's going to start October 22nd. It's it's will be on CBS and they they're trying to create impactful movements that
3: it could be kind of, of interesting things.
1: yeah i know i don't know when i started reading that the so they're going to measure with social metrics and stuff i was just like oh boy okay
3: because that reminds me of the show um, <sighs> making the cut with tim gunn and heidi klum mm-hmm. you are judged not only on your design you are judged on your social oh, i mean and i was exhausted because shannon watched it when she was staying with me yeah. and and I'm like, you're it's a huge part of how you're judged is how you do your social media around anything. This is just the way it's going to be, well, maybe, but i I don't know. I
1: just I guess the usher Priyanka and Julian Huff, I don't think of them as like humanitarians that are out there, you know, actively changing the world, changing the world. Mm-hmm. I really don't no, nope. I really, really do not. But, you know, good on CBS for uh, putting that to order. We'll see if anyone tunes in.
3: To watch Grant, that show. that's your assignment. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll get right feel, on that.
3: I feel Grant, like you an, have to take some for the no, team, Grant. You don't need to watch shows I'm like that. But, uh, yeah, here's
1: know, a okay. show that you do need to watch that was uh, our favorite lockdown show, and it's coming back maybe in January, The Last Kingdom. kingdom. Oh, Uhtred of Bebbenburg. Oh. About the Dane Saxon Wars. Ye, Grant, that's your next it's, binge. It's so good. You won't be able to stop I've watching. heard about it. I'll oh. check it out. It's, it's medieval beyond. Sons of Anarchy it's or beyond.
0: Soprano uh-huh. or
1: the Boys on the Beach in Animal Kingdom. Perfect. Think of it like that. All right, we'll be back.